0: Welcome back to No Idea, the podcast where you have no idea what we're gonna talk about, and we have no idea how it's gonna go. I'm back, it's Jenny, that's right, coming back at you. But this time, I have our second returnee, if you will, Hannah Penny, the cutest name ever. (laughs) She's back with us and she's gonna be helping me interview another newbie, which is Micah Paul Vorhees, or sometimes I like to say Vorwees just for fun. But his breathing is impeccable. (laughs) He doesn't wheeze at all, so say hi. Hi. (laughs) That's his voice, the only male voice here, so it's pretty easy to distinguish. But as we've introduced both of them, Hannah and I just did a podcast. That's right, Hannah, right? Yes. It's called Q&A, and we were also on a tandem bicycle in that episode. That was really fun. It was so much fun. The wind in your hair, you know? (laughs) Um, But we answered a whole bunch of questions that you guys sent us, and Micah was the the sender of two of those questions. And we're going to just hit him right back with those same (laughs) questions that he asked us. So these might sound familiar, but I'll ask you the first one. Ready? Okay. Are you buckled?
1: No, I do not. You should get buckled.
0: (laughs) Here we go. What animal would you ride into battle? I'm pretty sure that you also put specifications of like, if it's a small animal, it becomes larger in battle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, obviously you can't ride a cricket into battle if it's tiny. So <laughs> So um
0: You just go crunch <laughs> Exactly
1: Uh, let's see. Honestly, when I when I thought of that question, the thing that I had in mind was like uh, that scene from the Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, like the final one. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what so, Hannah said.
1: So I was kinda like like I was thinking of Honestly, what I was thinking of was the polar bears mm. that the oh, yeah. White Witch was using to. She wasn't riding them, but you know. <laughs> but you they know. were they were pulling the chariot. Uh-huh. So I'm like, huh. What would be a fun animal to ride at a battle? Um. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with. I'm looking at a squirrel, so I want to say a squirrel. But I'm actually <laughs> gonna go with a scorpion. Would oh be yeah, that'd yes. be crazy. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus.
0: But I guess it would only be dangerous if the stinger stung the people.
2: Yeah. Yes. So it, it can't just like stomp on them. So it's a stallion and a weapon. Oh. All rolled yes. in. Okay, alright.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. And they and also a- have those claws, right? That's a oh, thing. That? Oh yeah, have.
2: yeah, the a big
0: claws. Yeah, yeah, how could I forget? It's like a crab <laughs> with a stinger.
1: <laughs> Basically. Al- alternatively, a lobster.
0: Ooh. Oh, that would be
1: terrifying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially with butter. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask him the second question he asked us.
2: How do you define success? Yeah, that's right.
1: Hmm.
0: Now causing your brain to cook. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's
1: that's a hard one, and I I had an answer in my head when I asked him, and now I don't. So mm-hmm. let's see. Um, success is when you accomplish your goal. Okay. <laughs> All right. The, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I think that's the simplest possible, but yeah, in a broader sense, like to have a successful life, I would say living the most glorifying life possible, Mm. like life that is most glorifying to God, Mm -hmm. that's a successful life. Yeah.
0: Good stuff. All right. I'm glad you had answers and you weren't just picking our brains, all right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But jumping into our topic, I'm very excited about this because Micah, I said, Micah, if you could teach the world anything, what would you teach them? And he came back at me with this. Are you ready, Hannah? I'm ready. You already know what it is, but we're going to (laughs) tell you just for the sake of them. Um, You you want to talk about the importance of excellence. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Why did you want to talk about this topic specifically?
1: I, th- I think it's a topic that is often neglected a- in American culture, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the church. Uh, we have a tendency to kind of just accept things as good enough. And, you know, that's where we stop. We don't really pursue um, getting past a satisfactory degree on most things, mm-hmm. most skills. Um so that's why I th- I think it's just there's something very satisfying about pushing yourself beyond good enough. And mm-hmm. that's that's one of the reasons I want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I think we see that in like art and music, mm-hmm. as we talked about before, <laughs> mm-hmm. just in the Christian world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we just settle for mediocrity a mm-hmm. lot of the time. And mm-hmm. it's really sad because if we really think that like the gospel is life-changing and we want people to look at our lives and say, wow, I want that too, mm-hmm. then we should really strive for excellence because mm-hmm. that's appealing yep. and that's glorifying to God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, where do you think are some examples of this?
1: Some examples of... Not striving for excellence. Well, either one. Not, or, give us
0: some or, examples of not striving for excellence, and some examples of like people or things. Okay. Like, wow. Yes,
1: you did it right. So, so like, okay, so like the biblical example that my mind immediately jumps to of someone who's working to become excellent at something is uh, the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when people are just reading through their Bible and they're flipping through the Book of Acts kind of casually they'll you know see okay paul has his conversion and then he immediately starts going on his first missionary journey around the world spreading the gospel yeah but that's not really what actually happens (laughs) um paul actually (laughs) goes to see the other apostles and he goes and he spends time with them like 10 years with them before mm-hmm. he heads out on his first missionary journey and during that time he's essentially uh learning to understand uh Jesus better uh, he's already he's already a theologian at this point but he's he's growing in his relationship with uh Christ mm-hmm. so that he can go and share that message with other people mm-hmm. um, essentially striving to not just be good which he was good his theology you know was was good for uh, what they had at the time mm-hmm. but uh, he's going beyond that he's like okay how can I become excellent at this he's spending 10 years yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and that's a lot of time to be focusing in on one thing
0: mm-hmm. which is why he became an expert yes it's why yeah. he became yeah. an
1: expert excellent at sharing the gospel hmm um,
0: Which is why so many people got mm-hmm. saved.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, another example that we we were talking about earlier is uh, David, who classic yes, who um, well, starting with the most famous story of David, uh, David and Goliath.
0: Classic yes. again. All um,
1: right. A lot of people is like, when you read that story out of context, it's like okay, this shepherd he went and he fought a giant, but that's not, again, that's not the whole story. He had been a shepherd for quite a while. And when, in doing that, the Bible describes several, uh, accomplishments of his.
0: (laughs) Big rodents. (laughs) (laughs) He tackles several big animals.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he, uh, he, I think it talks about him killing a lion with his bare hands and then a bear with his bare hands
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> killing a bear with his lion <laughs> so we're on the same page that's funny but, okay <laughs> but yeah all
1: this all this was um this was this was training to mm-hmm. be uh equipped to actually take on Goliath at this point even though you know that wasn't necessarily his goal that he had in mind mm-hmm. at that time it was still, uh, he was someone who became qualified to do the thing that God was calling him to do. Yeah. Um, even though he wasn't a soldier, per se, he was still proficient in uh, using a sling. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like it's like the Lord was seeing him and saying, like, he can be entrusted just with this little So he could be interested with a lot later Mm -hmm. on. And a lot of times we read in the Bible, like, we get just an overview of someone's life. So it seems to go by fast, Mm -hmm. but it's just words on a page. Mm -hmm. When in reality, this took years and years of development for people. And that's, I think, a lot of times why we get frustrated in our own lives. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, well, why can't I be this great person now? But it takes a long time, people. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and and that might contribute to, like, the factor of the church kind of being a satisfied with a lot of this mediocrity it's like oh well you know we see these instances of biblical characters kind of just spontaneously becoming saved and they start doing stuff mm-hmm. pretty much immediately or at least it appears that way a lot of the time and so we get the feeling that's like oh we can just go do that like we just have mm-hmm. to give it our best effort as we have it right now and that'll be good enough for god to use sometimes that's sometimes that's true i don't mm-hmm. want to discredit that yeah, like and say
0: anything <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not
1: i'm not gonna go and say oh no you know don't try things <laughs> because um I, that's very important too it's a double-sided coin mm-hmm. but at the same time that's that's the exception not the rule
0: mm-hmm. yeah. just um. imagine like you micah vorwies going out at, like when you freshly were saved from mm-hmm. the spiritual womb if mm-hmm. you will. <laughs> You decide, like, I'm gonna go, and I'm going to go to this country, and I'm gonna preach to absolutely every single person Mm -hmm. I know, but you've only been saved for, like, Mm -hmm. a few days. How would that have gone?
1: Uh, not very well. (laughs) If, if, had I been successful in convincing people, (laughs) they would have had horrendous theology. (laughs) Exactly. It, It probably would have been more of its own religion than proper christianity at that (laughs) point accidental
0: cult leader
2: okay (laughs) yeah so micah Mm -hmm. i feel like we're kind of getting there but i'm just going to go ahead and ask it why should we be excellent
1: um so from the christian standpoint it's excellence in everything we do is glorifying to god Mm. bible says whatever you do do it as to the glory of god Um, and so if we're doing everything to the glory of God, we should strive to do it as best as we possibly can. So not just aiming for this, you know, it's good enough kind of mentality. It's like, okay, how do we, how do we make this the best we possibly can? I think excellent is the perfect word to describe that Mm -hmm. because I'm not, you know, it's not perfect mm-hmm. because you can't ever be perfect at anything. There's always room to improve. Yeah, but it's striving for perfection that makes someone excellent. I find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then from a uh, from a worldly perspective, um, it just feels really nice to be good at things. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah, it does uh, wrong. <laughs> you,
1: you get to this point, especially if it's something you're passionate about, which mm-hmm. I think is the thing that people can most easily become. Excellent at as things that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to say like, you know, I'm the best person I know at doing this particular thing. That's mm-hmm. just a good feeling to have. It's really good for your confidence.
0: Mm-hmm. It is can be prideful, but very true.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you're not I've necessarily worried about pride. True, when you're you know in the world, you're not really yeah. worried about a lot of things <laughs> right in the world.
0: So something that I've noticed about doing things excellently. Is that specifically in churches, I find that sometimes the leadership will, like, give the jobs or roles or, like, parts that are kind of, like, in the spotlight or more seen, if you will, to the people who are just, like, more outgoing or more charismatic, even if they're not necessarily qualified to do that job with their skills. Mm -hmm. So, I know that can be so frustrating with how sometimes that happens where it's, like, okay, this people person, like they do great being the face of this company or the Mm -hmm. face of this organization or the face of this youth group or whatever it is, but they don't necessarily know how to run things or they just Mm -hmm. don't have what it takes naturally for that job. And I feel like that can be so frustrating because it's like they want to do their best, but they're not naturally inclined to do that job specifically. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts about that, Micah?
1: I've actually been thinking about this for a few weeks Cause I was like,
0: wow, long time. Okay. Yeah, it's been brewing. Okay, yeah, it's been
1: it's been brewing. Cause I was, cause at first, you know, my my initial thought is it's like, yeah, that sucks. Why do they do that? I was, I was <laughs> yep. like, why 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 do they do that? I started genuinely asking that question. Is I I have a feeling that it's part of this um this aspect of a lot of smaller churches, particular, and then it just kinds of kind of ends up being the way that larger churches operate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because larger churches take their form from smaller churches and just kind of expand it. But yes, um, How do we do this but on a bigger scale? Yeah, exactly. So in a smaller church, you're very limited with your resources a lot of the time, yeah. and everyone knows everyone, so you kind of have a general idea of what everyone's skills are. Um, and so in a small church, say you need someone to, uh, you know, play guitar for uh, worship maybe there's you know not someone out there who's fant- a fantastic guitar player mm-hmm. maybe but you have someone who knows you know your five five standard chords mm-hmm. that you need for most worship songs three standard chords you need for most worship songs <laughs> um
0: pretty simple
1: and uh so you put them up on the stage because you know you don't have anyone better than mm-hmm. that uh the prob and when you go and you apply that to a larger church setting you don't know necessarily... The people making decisions don't know everyone in the church. Yeah. Um, So they pick from the people that they know, which tend to be the most outgoing people, yeah. but a lot of times aren't the most qualified. M- pretty much every church, large church that I've gone to, has better musicians than the ones that are in the worship band mm. that just, you know, aren't actively involved in the church that much mm-hmm. um because they're not as outgoing and they're not uh, offered these positions which I feel like they take a lot of the time
0: mm-hmm. didn't you have an example of when this happened to you in youth group
1: yeah so like my last church that I well the second to last church that I attended in Florida uh I was I was involved there but not very much no one really knew me at that church until one of my friends ended up Becoming the youth pastor, and he needed someone to be in a music video that they were going to uh, use for the entire youth gathering that we had once a month on the first Friday of the month, where we had everyone from the different youth departments of the church there, um, and I kind of agreed to it because I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> what am I got to um, lose? <laughs> and it ended up everyone ended up loving it. It was you know, I forget what the actual song it was. It was
0: to Trouble by Taylor yes, Swift. It was I only knew that because you told me ahead of time. It Go was, ahead. It was
1: Trouble by Taylor Swift. Classic. Um and I was one of the only like three people in that music video. So mm-hmm. like everyone in the youth group knew my face after that. And then that was like one of the first major improvements that they were making to the youth group. So they showed that video to like the actual regular church and they're like look this is what we're you know the kind of production value we're putting into the youth group so then everyone you know in the entire church (laughs) knew what i looked like Uh, i was i was the guy from from the youth trouble video um and and after that i got you know a few different offers to be involved i was i was about to graduate high school at the time. So I got a few different offers to be involved in different parts of the youth ministry and uh, didn't want to really do most of them. <laughs> but, you but, ran but I, by the evan- sound yeah, booth? Yeah, I eventually ended up running the sound booth. Are you at qualified the to do that? Uh, I was not at the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, I, was, I was, you know, trained in the bare minimal aspects of it there. Bare with which, your
0: lion hands, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: But, uh, but there were tons of people that were more qualified to do that than i did including some of the people that i ended up training to do that job (laughs) it's like they got there and i'm like you already know what you're doing i don't know why they didn't have you do this for the past Mm -hmm. year or so but um yeah
2: i also have an example from the church i went to for so long like i've been there since like 2008 it's a gray church i have nothing against the people that were involved in this situation i love them actually they haven't been at my church for probably like five years but i love them and they fit they fitted the hole that needed to be filled Mm -hmm. it was okay but there was a time where my church back home it um it needed we were in need of a uh worship leader because um, we were in between a couple worship leaders and, anyway. So, we had this one guy. He was our events coordinator. He was our announcements guy. He was a greeter. He was a big people person. Very mm-hmm. charismatic. Very outgoing and full of energy. <laughs> just a great all-around guy. Like, I, I love him to death. Again, nothing against him. <laughs> but, um, he didn't have the best voice. And there were definitely people in our church who had, who, could possibly lead worship better. Mm-hmm. But because, one, he was on the pastor's board and, like, he was on staff, um, mm-hmm. he was put in the worship leader position. And you don't need a great singer in order to worship the Lord. Like, I'm not trying to be petty and be like, if you don't have good music, then you can't worship <laughs> Then the just people. don't sing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, there are definitely people in our church that mm-hmm. could have fit that role better. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little... Uncomfortable for those few months, everybody felt it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just me, it was just kind of like yikes. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. um,
0: yes, those are both good examples of that. I've experienced it a-, a lot as well. But I mean, if we're all trying to become excellent at what we're naturally good at, or just like a position we've been given that we just don't know what we're doing yet, but we want to learn and everything, how do we? Become excellent, and how to, are we okay with just the process of that?
2: Yeah, I. Because no one
0: starts off amazing. As well, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. You have to remember that you're. It's not an overnight process. We kind of touched on it earlier, where it's like he, Paul didn't, you know, just mm-hmm. immediately go into his ministry. He spent ten years in process of becoming an expert in the life of Christ, mm-hmm. and. It's okay. We have to be okay with the process of becoming excellent. And we shouldn't get discouraged on we we shouldn't get discouraged with failing and because failing mm-hmm. is a part of the process.
1: Okay. You can
0: just
2: start whenever. So so that
1: that's <laughs> kind that's kind of the gist of becoming excellent is you ha- you it's not the same as becoming perfect. You have to uh fight against this perfectionist urge a lot of the time and to be like Okay this is you know a problem I need to like uh, fix every Single aspect and mm-hmm. Do this you know to where there's no Flaws in it whatsoever That's, that's not what it is necessarily um, it's, it's Yeah you're looking At the things that you're not perfect at And you're striving perf- for perfection But you're realizing The whole time that you're never going to get there Because mm-hmm. if you get You know caught up in becoming Perfect it's actually going to hinder your process a lot because... It'll
0: become very frustrating. Yeah.
1: yeah, because you won't be perfect and no matter how much you try at it, you'll never be perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so you're just going to be upset the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. So you should just strive for excellence, mm-hmm. understanding that perfection's never going to come, mm-hmm. but you're like, I just want to be the best that mm-hmm. I can be because it's glorifying to the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we haven't... We didn't talk about before, but that I want to say is... The church is a safe place to learn. Mm -hmm. So maybe, no, you're not good enough at the time in order to fit a certain position. But if there's someone you know that fits that position and is really good at whatever it is that needs to be done, ask them to train you. The church Mm -hmm. should be a safe place to where Mm -hmm. you should be able to learn. Like Mm -hmm. recently I, well, before the freaking epidemic, um, (laughs) I wanted to ask some of the people in the media department at my church if I could kind of shadow them because Mm -hmm. that's something that I've always been super interested in I have no expertise Mm -hmm. no knowledge whatsoever that goes into media at a church I, but I'm super interested in it Mm -hmm. and the church should be a safe place where you can walk Mm -hmm. up to someone and be like hey I noticed how good you are at this would you mind letting me shatter you for a while and then eventually kind of step in and and help with this. And it's a great place to be able to be trained.
0: Yeah, I think the church is where I actually learned how to fail Mm
2: -hmm. gracefully
0: and in a way that I wouldn't Mm -hmm. get discouraged and not try again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... This has been wonderful. Thank you both for your wisdom and sharing, Micah. There, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, there is there is one more thing I actually wanted <laughs> this to. Is,
0: this is this is like Paul signing off one of his letters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, P.S. It was, it was Peace kind... and
0: love to you, Paul.
1: <laughs> so so I was I was just thinking that there's there's one thing that I feel like is kind of crucial to this whole discussion that we skipped over. Because, because I forgot about it, <laughs> which is, which is what it, what it takes to actually what the path to becoming excellent is.
0: Oh, yes. Steps. Good, good. Because I
1: feel like this has been kind of like a downer thing where it's yeah. like, oh, you know what? You're not good. Good isn't good enough. Um, Just, you know, be better. And I'm, that's not kind really what I want to say. So, so real quick, just like the kind of, the kind of pathway that most people take when, uh learning a skill is you know they start off bad at something most people are bad at most things (laughs) Um, and most people will always be bad at most things because you don't have enough time to even get decent at Mm -hmm. most things yeah but um then they get you know to a point where they're competent in the thing which is where you've gotten rid of all the major troubles you've gotten the basics down you still make mistakes fairly often but if everyone's in a pinch they can trust you to do a job and not utterly fail at it Mm -hmm. yeah then you get to the point where you're good at it which is where most people stop that's when you know you're not making mistakes that often you've got the nuances of whatever the skill is down um and uh you know you're not you're You're not perfect. But you get to this point where it's like, okay, I'm good at this. I'm better than the average Joe here. Um, Step four is, uh, is excellence, where you actually... And to get from good to excellent, it involves a shift of perspective. From before, you're just looking at, okay, what am I doing wrong in this? And try and eliminate all the things I'm doing wrong and get better at those. Going from good to excellent changes that to looking at, okay, what are the things I'm doing good, but I'm not doing perfect, and I'm going to try to do those things better. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. you're never going to be perfect at every aspect of a skill, at least most skills. That's not possible. There's way too many aspects that you can always improve on. Yeah. But just the act of trying to improve on those skills and get them to be perfect uh that's what separates someone who's excellent at a skill from someone who's just merely good at a skill
0: yeah and we shouldn't just stop at good we should be like okay this is good but i want to make it the best it can be mm-hmm. yeah which is exactly what, what sets people apart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're like there's a difference between looking at people who are like, all right, you're pretty good. And there's a difference between looking at that and someone who's like, whoa, you're like an expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you both for all the thoughts. This has been beneficial to me who is currently working in a coffee shop as a newbie. And I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there yeah. um, so I hope this inspired you guys. That's right. y o u g-u-y-s <laughs> listening to this podcast there's a space in between those two words I just spelled and um, I hope that it inspired you and it helped you and I, I hope that you think about what you're doing good and what you can change to make it be excellent and glorify the Lord in your life any final words anyone 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 Um, No,
1: I think that's it. No, no,
0: I think I covered everything. I think we did it quite excellently, actually. Go out.
1: Be excellent.
0: Go out. Conquer. Conquer. (laughs) This is No Idea Podcast. (laughs) Signing off.